Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm going to talk about um, kind of a comment or uh, a question that was sent in. Um, it was kind of all wrapped into one. <laughs> uh, it was it, it's it's about furniture flipping, and um, this person really wants to start furniture flipping, but there were um, she she kind of had a list of things or reasons why she doesn't think it's a good time. Or how can she do it with all of these these things? Now, I'm going to tell you that a lot of these things are people. This is this is common. I've heard this a lot before, but since it it always comes up, I know that more than one person feels this way or think has these questions or thinks this way. So it's something that I always like to talk about from time to time. And um, this one came in, and I thought um, this was a great one, great time to talk about it again. So. Um, I'm passionate about flipping furniture and helping others, you know, grow a business around flipping furniture. It it doesn't, you know, if you're somebody that wants to make an extra $500 a month, maybe it's $1,000 a month. Maybe it's you just want to pay for ballet lessons for the kids. Maybe it's you just want to be able to cover the um, grocery bills. Uh, when I started flipping furniture, it was the only way that I was going to be able to um furnish our home exactly the way I wanted to on a tight budget. And then um, it just kind of, you know, I would have friends or family ask if I could do a piece for them or if they could buy a piece I did. And then I thought, started thinking, well, what if I could just, you know, pay for vacations? What if I just, you know, could make enough money with this, you know, flipping furniture just to pay for vacations? Then it's, okay, now I'm going to start putting money away. I'm going to start putting my, you know, money into savings. Then it's, now I want to be paying for tuition and now, you know, it just kind of snowballed and it's, it doesn't, you don't have to be somebody that wants to make a kajillion billion dollars with it. Um, but there are ways that you can grow and do that. <laughs> but, um, you know, you may just be somebody that wants to, maybe you want to make the mortgage payment every month, or you just want to start, you know, stashing money away and getting a nice little savings, um, all of that is so doable. So I help people across the board from people that are just, you know, wanting to do that. College students that are wanting to make a, you know, extra money on the side. Um, you know, stay at home moms that want a creative outlet that will help with, you know, bringing some money in um, to people that have quit their full time jobs and are now doing this full time. So um, when I see people like this question I got or this kind of comment or whatever that came through, I just really want you to um, put these excuses aside. And if this is something that you've been thinking about doing, please take the plunge and do it. Um, it's something that doesn't have to take a lot of money up front. It, you know, it, and, and the best thing is you don't have to know right off the bat a ton of skills to do it. So um, let me just kind of dive into what she said Um and then I'll kind of, you know, talk about each thing. So number one, I don't have a car. 
Um, so that was, you know, for getting pieces to and from where, where they live. Um, this was kind of a separate one, but this is just all in the same, these are the same things that people have concerns about. Um, so number one, you can pay. So let's say you find something on Facebook marketplace, a piece on Facebook marketplace place. Um, you can ask them cause I get asked every single time I post something on there, if I will deliver the piece. Um, so pay for a delivery fee. If, if you can ask them, can you deliver it to my house? Obviously don't ask for them to do that for free. That is going, there's going to be a cost associated with that, but figure that into the cost of your piece, right? So if it's an extra $20 for them to bring it to your house, that's an extra $20 that, you know, goes onto the cost of the piece. And so that's going to just, you know, t- it takes an extra 20 out of your profit. Um, ask a friend. Does a friend have a, you guys, here's another thing too. Um, one of them, it's not even a car, it's a truck. People are like, I don't have a truck, I can't do this. I have never, no, I shouldn't say that. We've been, I've been flipping furniture for more than 20 years. I never had a truck. I had a minivan because I had kids and a minivan. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I love minivans. You can get so much in them. And especially if you have kids, we have had, you know, we have had two minivans over the years. We got our last one and we still have it. And that is our like hauling vehicle now. When we started flipping houses, we would use my dad had a truck. My dad can't drive anymore, so he doesn't have a truck. And then we bought my um, cousin's old clunker of a truck and we had it for like a year and a half. And that was literally, it wasn't for flipping furniture. It was more for our flip house projects. So, um, Flipping for, for flipping furniture, I have never owned a truck. Uh, a minivan, an SUV can get you a long way. Even a car, like a hatchback car, or we have we got Gabrielle a little a little car, but it's amazing what we can fit into the back of that little car. So don't think you have to have some truck to you know to do this at all. That's just an excuse. Um, you definitely don't need it. But if you don't have a car or a truck, this is this kind of is the same kind of thing. Um, ask a friend if they've got one, pay them, tell them you'll take them out to dinner, tell them you'll buy them a coffee, tell them, you know, whatever it is. Um, do you have somebody within your family or friend group that has a truck or has a vehicle that can haul for you? Um, maybe you guys set something up where, you know, you give them such and such money to, you know, be their kind of pickup person or um, delivery person. Um, If you're going to a lot of sales, like if you're going to town-wide sales or like an auction or, you know, some place where you know you may be picking up a lot of furniture, rent a truck. You can rent a truck um, from a lot of places. So um, there's, there's options out there. And so it's definitely not an excuse to not start. Um, There are definitely answers and, and ways around that. Another one that she brought up was no space. And this one I get a lot. And I wish I could explain to you guys. We we have never lived in a large home. Um, our home now is not large. We do have a two-stall garage, but my garage is for two cars. So I have never been somebody that fills up the garage and then wants, you know, my cars are parked outside. Now, when we are having, like, hosting our big sales and stuff, then when we're getting ready for that, that then the cars are parked outside while we get ready for that for, like, that week. But um, other than that, uh, no, I am. And we all I also live in Iowa, so I cannot work on projects all year round outside. Um, To be completely honest, I was trying to figure it out. 
it's like half the year, <clears throat> especially if I'm painting and that kind of stuff, um, that I can't, um, it just gets too cold here. And so I can't work on projects outside. So I work on projects in our laundry room. I work on projects in our living room. I work on projects in my office, which was once a guest bedroom. Um, I mean, I've worked on projects in my kitchen <laughs> where it, it you don't have to have like this big elaborate workshop or this big space to work on pieces. You don't need that much much space to be flipping furniture. All these things, it's like flipping furniture is one of those things you can start without a lot of money invested and without a lot of stuff or tools or overhead, um, quote unquote. It's, it's one of the easiest things that you can get into and start making money fast. And so space and a, not a vehicle are two things that you can take off your list because those there's, there's workarounds around that. Um, the next one is I have three kids. They take up a lot of my time. So this is another good one I love. So uh, again, when I started flipping furniture, I we didn't have any kids. Um, and then when we moved into this house, um, we were here probably two years, two and a half years, and then landing came along. I've been flipping furniture alongside my kids since they were born. On top of that, there was a point in time where I was actually watching other kids and my kids here in my home <laughs> um, and um, flipping furniture around all of that too. So not only my own kids, but extra kids. And I was flipping furniture during nap times. I was flipping furniture at nighttime and I was flipping furniture on the weekends. So the whole, I'm just so busy. We're all busy, no matter what stage of life you're in. Little kids, middle school kids, high school kids, as they get older, they just get busier. Your schedule fills up a lot, a lot more as they get older. And so um, we're all busy, but again, it's these are excuses for why not. The thing that really um, I, I really want to help people understand is when you are passionate about something and when you have this thing that is on your mind or that you think about all the time, do something about it, okay? So like when when if you have thought about flipping furniture, you are somebody that can walk into you know, a, a thrift store and see furniture and see the potential, know you can do it, know you can do it well, but you're like, I don't have a car. I my I have kids. I don't have enough space. Those like like we've got we've got to stop that and pick up the dresser. Pick up one dresser and try it. Um, you know, I I always think and I don't know, I actually just met with my mom and my aunt the other day. And um, I was telling them, you know, I don't know if it's age, obviously, you know, everybody, the wiser you get, right? The older you get, the wiser you get. But I always think when I when I have like a big decision or I have something that's kind of weighing on my mind, um, you know, at the end of all this, you know, when I'm laying there thinking about it, am I going to regret not trying the thing that I keep saying I want to do? Heck yes, I am. Am I going to regret spending $25 on a dresser at a thrift store that um, I, you know, I, I didn't follow through on it that, you know, I knew I could. Yes. If it's something that I've like had on my, 
had on my brain or like really thought about doing. And that's how my creative day started. It was something that um, it, there was this thing and I can I can vividly remember I'm in my living room. Um, I'm watching kids in my home with our two kids. And I it was like a, a few months that this happened. And it was like I just knew there was something else out there. And it wasn't even out there. It was just there's something else. It was like this feeling I had. And so it was, it was just always like, you know, this isn't it. I knew that wasn't it. And how can I do what I love to do, get paid to do it? Like it was just constantly that like nagging feeling that I had. And I know a lot of you who's, you know, come to my accounts on social media, come to my website, you, you want to do that or you want to start that, but then you have these other things that, you're honestly making giving more weight to and and those excuses that you're coming up with um they're running the show right and at the end of the day at the end of all of this are you going to be you know are you going to regret that your excuses were were what ran your show like we just have to stop doing that but in when people like when legitimately this is a legitimate like question kind of comment that came in that I love answering because even with me like if I'm going to dive into something I kind of want to know I want to make sure my ducks are in a row I know I'm going to hit you know roadblocks here and there but there are some questions I have and so when these come in they're I you know they're they're, they're legitimate questions they're legitimate concerns and um I I love talking about them because they're 99% of the time they are there are workarounds or there are easy solutions that when you're in it you just can't see outside of it and so from hearing somebody hearing from somebody that's already done it um it just it just makes that transition or that decision a little bit easier so um okay so then the kids was another thing um the truck that was another thing i already touched on that um i don't know where to sell so this is a great question and um uh, you know, where to sell is going to depend on what your goals are. So I started this podcast talking about, um, you know, do you just want to pay for ballet lessons? Are you really trying to get, you know, an extra 500,000, 3,000, 5,000 a month? Like you're going to have to start there to figure out what, where you want to start. That's not to say that I'm just going to tell you, <laughs> you're going to, you're going to have you're going to have a lot of fun and you're going to you can grow it and do so much more with it but um you have to start there you have to start with some kind of goal so um as far as where to sell there are so many options and um but it's going to depend on those first goals so obviously you know you can do it easily locally facebook marketplace you know um craigslist uh, next door, like there's let go. There's a lot of apps and things that you can sell on. But besides that, depending on, you can also ship your furniture, which, you know, start an Etsy shop and ship your furniture. You can ask for, a, uh, you can command a higher price on Etsy because people are actually going to Etsy looking for that furniture knowing they're going to pay for a custom piece of furniture and knowing they're going to pay for the shipping. And it is not a hard thing to do. <laughs> it's not a hard thing to ship your pieces of furniture. Do not let that be like, oh my gosh, you don't even have to wrap the piece of furniture. You don't even have to touch the piece of furniture after you get it done. You set up shipping, the shippers come, they wrap it all up in plastic and whatever, and they take care of it. 
So it is really a simple process and you can make more money and command a higher price if you do it that way. Beyond that, you should be, if this is a business you want to, you know, make more money at, you should be strategically starting social media around this business, a website around this business. And I'm not saying all of this at one time. By any means, no, no, no. This is kind of just a progression that it'll that you can take it into. A Pinterest account around it to drive traffic. YouTube, there's just so many options. Um, so I think when people think, Flipping furniture sounds great, but my small town of 300, you know, not a lot of people here are going to pay for, you know, flip furniture. You're thinking too small. You need to think beyond your small town of 300. Uh, There are tons of ways and places to sell your pieces. Can you sell in a booth around your home? Can you set up at a flea market, which you know, depending on where you live, that's a huge hot market to sell your flip pieces. There are so many options and ways to sell your pieces. Do not think about just Facebook Marketplace. Okay, another one, I don't have all the needed tools. You don't need a lot of tools and supplies. This is what's the be- one of the best things about flipping furniture. You don't. When people say, I don't have all the tools, I'm, I'm here to tell you if you have never flipped a piece of furniture to sell, to think that you need a lot of tools where you're already 17 steps ahead of where you need to be. We are going to start simple. We are going to find pieces that don't need a lot of tools or a lot of work to make them over, right? So when you're just starting out, we're looking for pieces that need updating, but with some paint, right? Um, maybe they need, there's many times when I picked up pieces and it just needs a good cleaning and then I flipped it um, that way. You know, you're when you're just starting out, you don't need a lot of tools at all to start out. So, And that's exactly how I started out. I just did. I picked up pieces that I knew <laughs> did not need any work because I was not there. Um, and then as I started getting, my skills started getting better, then it was, you know, I started budgeting for certain tools, you know, and you start small. It's first an orbital sander, you know, then it might get into other things as you learn how to maybe fix drawers or fix legs. Um, you know, maybe you want to, you know, uh, like, uh, make drawers, those kinds of things. Like, But it, that's a gradual, slow process and nothing that needs to be, you do not need a lot of tools to start out. Um, and I would actually, to be completely honest, I would recommend that you, you don't have a lot of tools, um, meaning because you don't want to be picking up pieces that uh, you are not equipped or skilled to, to do um, if they need a lot of work. So you're going to start simple first. So when somebody says, I, you know, I really want to start flipping furniture, but I don't have a t- lot of tools. It's like, wait a minute, <laughs> let's, 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 you know, rewind, rewind. We need to just get back to the basics here. And you do not need a lot of, like I said, upfront cost or overhead cost to start making whatever kind of money you want to make flipping furniture. Okay. Um, Okay, so okay, so then she was talking about that she um, if okay, would it be profitable enough for me? Um, yes, so so definitely, you know, like I said, if if you kind of you, you set up those goals, you have to start with projects that don't need a lot of work. Um, 
And then you have to figure out where you're going to sell. And don't just think about your town of 300. Um, but but here she's finishing it by saying, it's a true passion of mine. It's a hobby of mine. I really know I can do it. That right there, right? That's what you need. That's all you need to start. Your willingness to like a passion for it. You can see all these pieces going to the landfill. Nobody will rescue them, but you know, you can bring them back with a little bit of sanding, maybe some paint or some stain, whatever it is, depending on the piece. But um, that's what you need to be a successful furniture flipper. I'm telling you, hands down, that's what you need. Everything else will fall into place. It will fall in like it, like it should, and it will as you continue to do it. Now, um, I do have a furniture flipping course that I will, I, I like to bring that up because here's the thing when it took me 20 years, (laughs) probably I've been doing my creative days for, oh my gosh, what did we decide? Has it been eight years or I can't even remember, but, um, I started or I did all this for how many years, just throwing things at the wall, (laughs) trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work. Um, But all these kinds of questions, um, one thing I wish I had was somebody to coach me and teach me through it that had been through it. Uh, I didn't have that. I didn't have that. And so I created a course that teaches you everything from start to finish. Um, it's, it's got everything from not just like the makeover process, but the buying process, the selling process, the staging process, and then beyond. Like once you get all that down, now if you wanted to just blow your business up, there are just so many other avenues um, that you can um, make money as a furniture flipper. So um, I, I included that in there as well. When I, this is my first course, this, and I said to my team, I said, I want everything in here. I don't want anything left out. I want to, you know, anybody that wants to flip furniture, I just, I want to make sure that I have everything covered in this, um, you know, because I've taken many courses over the years where I'm like, wait a minute, but what what about this? Or what about this? Oh, now I got to buy this to get that? No, it's all in that course. It is a self, you self-paced course. You get the course forever. So if it takes you six months six days, six hours, whatever. You go at your own pace. You have lifetime access to it. So if we make any changes to the course or like add another module or add another whatever, you get that all that new stuff as well. So it's definitely, um, you know, that's that's a piece of advice that I would give anybody starting any business or, you know, side hustle like this. Learn from somebody that's been there and done it, who's gone through the years of trying to figure it out and you know that that's just gone before you learn from them um they are a wealth of knowledge and so um i will leave the link to that um in the uh show notes for this podcast but um so yeah again like i said these are kind of questions that always come in or or comments or i really want to do this but i know i can do this but Um, you know, and then it's, it's a list of, but I don't have this, but I need this, but do, you know, and when it comes down to it, there are excuses. Like there, there, there needs to come a point where you're like, I need to try this. Like, I am not going to be okay (laughs) if I just, I just have to, I owe it to myself to just try this. You have nothing to lose. 
every failure, that's something that I've learned in business. Um, if something has failed or just not gone the way I thought it would go, it's totally a learning learning uh, step in my business. Okay, well, that didn't work that way. So now I know I need to do it this way. I mean, failure really isn't part of any of this. It You can't fail. You can only learn. And so um, I just want to encourage you to please do it. Please pick up your first piece. Um, you can always reach out to me uh, through email, lindsay at mycreativedays.com. You can reach out to me on Instagram as well, at mycreativedays. Um, I, I'm, I'm passionate about helping flippers. I'm passionate about passionate about helping those that um, want to start flipping uh, because it's a fun... <laughs> It's a fun little gig uh, that you can do, like I said, as a side hustle, full-time thing. Um, it can go in so many different directions that I I had no idea were even possible. And so now I'm just super excited to be helping others do it. So check the show notes for the, for the, um, the, okay, now words are hard, the course information. You can just click that link and just check out the course. Um, and if you have any questions about that, reach out to me as well, but Stop, we need to stop with our excuses. Um, you know, there's, there's, I, if you've got another uh, question or I, I want to start this, but whatever your butt is, send it to me, send it to me through email, send it to me on Instagram. And I'm sure I've got a solution because um, there's not much of anything out there that, um, that is a reason not to try it and not to start it. So until next time, I hope you have a great day and I will talk to you very soon. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you. And my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here, and I look forward to our chat next week. Bye-bye.